0: You are listening to Crosstalk, a safe place to discuss addiction, recovery, harm reduction, and everything in between. Support for this podcast comes from the Kentucky Opioid Response Effort and Advocates of Recovery. Content and
1: production by the team at Turning Point Recovery Community Center. Now, buckle up and get ready for the show. Uh, Welcome, everyone, to Crosstalk Recovery, the recovery podcast that supports all forms of recovery. Um, I'm Matt Lewis. And today, I have two very special guests with me, two friends of mine, brothers, uh, that I went through Centerpoint with, I peer-mentored with, that I look up to, um, Cody Cox, how's it going, man? How y'all doing? And Lawson Niehoff, how What's you up, doing, well? Yeah, man, I, I really look up to these guys, man, because um, they've persevered through this. Not everyone that we went through recovery with is doing good, and these guys are still doing good. They're doing the deal. And uh, you know, I know Cody struggled with a lot of things and persevered through it, uh, stayed in position, and I really look up to him for that. Lawson also has done the same, and I also look up to Lawson because he's so young and has grasped this stuff, which is hard for everyone to do. Um, today, we're gonna we're gonna talk about willingness and perseverance, uh, two things that are very important to me in my recovery. Um, you know willingness is the spiritual principle behind step six and that's where everything like kind of clicked for me to realize that you know all I had to do was be willing to work on myself every day to be a little bit better um, you know I'm wearing this shirt today that says we are not saints and uh, I kind of got it made because uh, as a looked at it as an excuse to kind of be like I'm, I'm still a bad boy you know what I mean But... Uh, <laughs> But, but I was wearing it in an elevator one day in Louisville, and an old man got in, he was wearing an AA hat, and he looked at me, I didn't know him from anywhere, and he said, yeah, but we're trying to we're trying to be. And I was like, that's true, because it's not an excuse. I'm not perfect, you know, but I'm, I'm trying to work on myself a little bit every day, and that's where the willingness comes in, and perseverance, man. Um, I haven't struggled a whole lot in my recovery. I mean, I deal with life on life like everybody else, but it hasn't been like I've had to deal with anything really hard to persevere through, but it's by looking at people who do and seeing them persevere that I learn. You know, like, uh, Cody, man, uh, what does does willingness and perseverance mean to you in your recovery? What have you persevered through? Uh, Well, for me, uh, you know,
0: going through treatment, I thought I knew what perseverance meant. But I really didn't know the true definition of perseverance until uh, I got out of treatment and I was on my own. Trying to make a way on my own, you know. Uh, that's when uh, that's when everything hit hard for me. Uh, man, I've been through some stuff, you know. Uh, as some of y'all know, I'm in drug court. Um, I've had some some you know <laughs> some bumps in the road yeah. in that. Um, man, uh, there was times where I even just felt like just giving up, you know. Uh, but just like you said, I stayed in position and kept it pushing and uh, kept putting God first even when um, even when I wasn't sure that I was doing that, you know, and uh, he's seen me yeah. through and it's starting to show uh, and going off willingness, you know, uh, you know, I know it's the spiritual principle behind step six, but I feel like in order to stay sober in general, that's one of the first things you have to have anyway, even when you don't really mean it, you know. To go to yeah. any link, you know. Um, do it when you know, when you don't even know that that's truly what you want. You know, that's how it started for me. I didn't know I wanted to stay sober, to do something different. But I was just going off of what these guys that come before me were talking about. and Just gave it a shot, you know. Eventually, I speaked it into existence. And I'm sitting here
1: with you today. Yeah, and I'm glad you are. Because I know, like, I'm a... Things were going good, and then you hit some bumps. And then things started going good again, and you hit more bumps. And every time you persevered through, you stayed in position, and I really look up to you for that, man. And, you know, just like today, like, I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Uh,
0: I just went through a bump yesterday, if I'm being all the way honest. But you know what? I'm not stressed out about it today. It's not eating up at me today because I'm, today I can take responsibility for my actions. And uh, I know it's going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh I've endured so much. There's not too much that bothers me, you know. I know that uh it's happening for a reason and God's gonna see me through it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well some what about you, man? What does uh, willingness meant and perseverance meant to you in your recovery? Um
2: Man, I I think a lot like Cody does with perseverance, uh I really thought that I knew what it meant or that I had it while I was in treatment because, like, all the little bitty bumps that I went through in treatment, as you know and Cody knows, um, I thought that that was perseverance. But like Cody said, until I got out of treatment and started living this out here in the real world, um, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing as far as perseverance goes. Um, And I found that out very quickly because – I easily beat myself up over things instead of just facing it and running again.
0: Most definitely.
2: Um, So that was one of the hardest realizations for me as far as the life on life goes because I thought I had it instead of looking for it, you know. And then with willingness, um, like you all were saying, it's the spiritual principle behind step six. But for me, I also know that I have to be willing to do anything, Like, I had to be willing to come here and do this podcast today. Um, So, willingness for me, you can apply in any situation of your life, Um, even out in addiction. I had a hell of a lot of willingness out there because I put up with a lot to get what I wanted or to do what I wanted to do. Um, And I try to to keep that same kind of energy with what I do today, too, because I knew that I'd go to any length for drugs or alcohol, so... In my recovery, I need to go to any length to stay sober and to help another person. So, yeah, man. I
1: mean, that's where I'm at with those two. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with willingness. You know, I was willing to be sober if it was acquired no required no action or effort back in the, in my addiction. You know, but that with willingness, actually, you have to put forth action and effort. You know, you have to be willing to actually do something. You, it's not going to just magically, you know. Anything you want in life, you have to put effort into. You have to work towards. You know, I know, like, one of your speed bumps was you, you left because you were, up, you were getting some consequences or something, and you had to go get a little more pain, and you came back. And when you came back, you really felt, I felt like you grasped it. And as you've stayed in position, you know, like, now, you you know, working with YPR, which was is awesome, you know, like trying to really give them back, chairing meetings. You know that I really look up for you to do that too. We'll be you know? right back. Hello everybody. You want to know something? My biggest issue with meetings is despite their name,
0: they're never about me. Here at Turning Point, all of our meetings are for you and about you. We have meetings at least three times a day, seven days a week. We are located at 415 Broadway, Paducah, Kentucky. Call 270 444 3621
2: for more information.
1: Talk about YPR a little bit.
2: Um, Like, basically, just a YPR overview. Sure. Um, Well, young people in recovery, uh, I've been affiliated with them for, like, two years, maybe two and a half. Um, And from my very first time going to a YPR meeting, I liked it because it's a lot less organized or governed. Than say AA or NA is, in my opinion, which that's not to put them down at all. That's the program that I work, the program that most people in recovery that I know work. But um, YPR is just meant to be another avenue of support for people in recovery. And uh, it's a non judgmental, um, non biased, all recovery format. so anybody, no matter what walk of life you're from in recovery or if you just support recovery or have dealt with other people that were in addiction or alcoholism, um, that's, that's what YPR is for. It's for anybody who has been affected by recovery or anybody who is in their own form of recovery to have more resources and help. Um, we're trying to get more active in the community. Um, I'm sure, as both of y'all know, We do pro-social events and all-recovery meetings. But um, currently, I'm actually trying to reach out to McCracken County Drug Court and uh, give them a YPR overview, uh, get them to start kind of almost promoting YPR in drug court, um, and then also trying to get just some more – some more pro social events, get out in the community and just engage in fellowship, you know? Because mm-hmm. that yeah. stuff really helps me. I don't know about anybody else, but doing these pro social events, just having fun with other people in recovery. That's, that's a really big mean. thing for me, man.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I was going to talk about that too, that like, you know, we hang out a lot, not as much as I'd like, but we hang out. Like, Cody's been bowling with us. We talk about bowling on the other time. Cody beat me the other night. Uh, By one point. And, you you know, Lawson and I are going hiking today, which I'm looking forward to. You know, it's fun stuff like that we do together. And we do those. YPR does those events, too, as does Turning Point. Um, Yeah. You know, I I really enjoyed YPR coming through the program because it was just that something different. You know, like they you can cross talk. You know, it was more relaxed. It wasn't, you know. There wasn't the readings. And, you know, I, I think that, like, we, we support all forms of recovery. And if that's the only thing you need, that's great. I, th- I like to use all different yep. programs. AA, NA, YPR, SMART. I pull something from all those and, uh, you know, apply them to my program. You know, because for me, it's about... My recovery is all about body, mind, and spirit, man, improving yep. all of it to make the best version of myself. And that requires all the information that I can get about it and applying it, as we're talking about, being willing to be open minded about these other uh, pathways and uh, using what works for me and applying it to make the best overall version of myself. Cody, uh, what do you got on? Um, you've enjoyed YPR coming through there. Yeah. Um
0: I remember uh, my first YPR meeting I went to. Uh, what I enjoyed most about it was how diverse it was. You know, uh, like, and I love the fact how you can grab all these different people from these different recovery backgrounds and bring them all in one place, and they can all mingle. Versus to what what it used to be like years ago, where oh, well, I'm a part of this program and they're a part of this program, and we're, not, you know, it's just I just feel like everybody's at one at YPR, you know. There's no judgment. You can be yourself. Um, you can announce yourself as anything. That's what I love about it. Mm. Um, it's somewhat <clears throat> of—I don't know. You kind of feel free in that meeting, yeah. um, and that's not to shine any other um, program down because I got sober through the 12-step program of AA. So, uh, but yeah, that's what I really love about uh, YPR, um, and it's something different. Like every week, it's not. You know, and that and that's what we need in recovery. We, You know, we get bored with the same thing over and over and over again, uh, as an alcoholic and addict anyway. And uh, I think that puts a lot of light in people's paths, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I'm glad there's things like that that are out there. Uh, and, you know, it's not just for young people in recovery because – I'm by no means young. We make the joke every meeting. Uh, I'm young at heart, but you know, uh, you know, it's for people who are young in recovery. uh, Yeah, and that's
2: to any anybody's definition too. If you're a young person in recovery, whatever you define that as, you're a young person in recovery. Then, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, when are like my thing is though? When are you ever old in recovery? (laughs) No, seriously, because it's like when you stop
1: doing what what you know you need to do, you'll find yourself back where you come from. Exactly. You should always act like you're young in recovery because it's the people who are still going to meetings, who are talking to their sponsor regularly, who are, you know, helping other people. It's those people who have the, you know, multiple years of sobriety. It's not the people who are slacking on it because those people usually go back out. You know, I think that's a that's a great point. You know, if you always act like like this is rehab, even you know, like that you you need this stuff or it's even required of you, then you have a better chance, you know. It's a good thing if you know you start to enjoy it and actually benefit from it and like for me, I know that you know, when I graduated Centerpoint, I was at the point where I was Sick of meetings because you you got so many there, especially at the end when you got got to hit every meeting on your way out. And uh, I was like, I'm not going to a meeting for a month when I (laughs) I graduate. But then I, I I had two weeks before I started peer mentoring. So I ended up going to 10 meetings in those two weeks. Just because I, one, because I didn't have anything to do, but that, it was outside meetings as opposed to, yep. like, while I was in there, we were locked down the whole time. I couldn't go to any outside mm-hmm. meetings. And one thing I, I learned in starting to go to outside meetings is, one, you're, you're meeting people out in the community who are in recovery, but going through that long-term program, I realized how much knowledge we gained, you know, mm-hmm. by fully working the 12 steps while you're in there. You go into a lot of these meetings, and there's people who are just starting out, and they haven't you know, been through rehab where they've been through a 30-day and only worked the first couple steps, graduating that long-term gives you the full set of tools to use. And then it's up to you to apply them, you know what I mean?
0: That's Mm. the part right there, you know, remembering to apply them. Mm. Because when you step out those doors, that's when it hits. Yeah, life on life. Life on life. You know, there were some days where I just, all I had was just don't drink or drug. That's the only thing I could go off of. That's how that's how tough it was some days, you know?
1: But yeah I persevered absolutely. through it. Some days it's one minute at a time, you yeah. know, but as yep. you make it through that minute and the next minute's easier. You know? Yep. You agree, Lawson? Hell yeah, that's <laughs> how it is. <laughs> we'll be right back. Did you know that recovery from substance use disorder and mental health go hand in hand? That is why the caring and compassionate mental health professionals at Four Rivers Behavioral Health in Paducah are here to help you find your balance. They are proud of you for making the changes necessary to live a healthier life and would love to see you reach your full potential. Give them a call at 270-442-7121 or stop by the downtown location at 425 Broadway in Paducah, Kentucky. What other things do you guys have been really important into your recovery because i know for me like i said it was willingness is where the light came on but then like gratitude like we had a meeting about it last night and just remembering that when i came into rehab i wasn't grateful for anything you know i couldn't even give gratitude in a meeting for the first couple months i was there because i was just in self-pity about where my life had taken me and that i was in rehab and i didn't want to be there and you know so it took me forever to be grateful, but then I got to the point of actually just starting to take advantage of the opportunity and starting to be grateful and realize how important that is to me. Like I'll have times now, like my struggles get in is when I get into my head and I start getting in self-pity about not having everything that I want, even though I'm, uh, me personally, my relationship with God, I'm trying to trust him, you know, and to direct the path of my life. So when I get into that self-pity or when I get into my head about things, it's the things that's always saved me is to switch my point of view to gratitude and remember mm-hmm. what it is I'm grateful for, even if it's the smallest thing, gets me out of that funk it saved me several times. Um, what else have you that's been, probably um, like what's most important to me is
0: like making sure that I have a solid support group behind me because sometimes some days like i'm not perfect just because i got a little bit of time behind me i still i still go through my my skits you know um but being able to have people behind me that will call me on my stuff you know because even though i know sometimes like i i need you to call me out on it in order for me to see where my mind's headed you know um that's probably the biggest thing for me um having friends that, that, that care enough for me to let me know, hey, listen, you're going backwards, you know? Yeah. Um, another thing, too, would probably be, like, seeing, like, the newcomers come in the door, remembering where I come from, because it's easy for me to forget, even today. Yeah. You know, uh, that ego will start popping out, and I'll start thinking that I'm low-key better than, and, you know, like... <laughs> Listen, I need to be put back in my place sometimes because I will forget easily, you know, but, uh, and vice versa. I'll do the same for you, you know? Right. And that's probably what hits home for me the most, for real. That's what it's
1: about, man. Because
0: that's, listen, when I was going through my stuff and I had left treatment, that right there, I think that that's what saved me the most, having people around me that cared about me that were there for me regardless, you know, uh, That's when I really realized, like, who really cared for me and who was there for me. And uh, I'd love to be there for other people like that because I know how it feels, you know. But anybody that's struggling through that, I, I highly suggest that they just keep it pushing. Put God first, even when you're not sure if that's the right thing to do, just do it. You know, I can't believe where I'm at today. Three months ago, I was looking for a place to stay. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a driver's license. Yeah. And today, God's provided all that for me, you know, as long as I keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Now, before I got it, I was wanting it before, but I don't think I would have appreciated it if I got it
2: any sooner than what I did.
0: I'm just grateful today.
2: Yeah, man. Lost, awesome. what about you, man? Um, I know for me that, like, you were saying... Whenever I'm down, I have to remember what I'm grateful for. Mm. Um, For me, man, my serenity and my gratitude go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Any time, like you were saying, that I'm down, I have to remember what I'm grateful for. It's really easy for me to get ungrateful in recovery. I'm like, man, I got to go to all these meetings. I got to help all these people, all this. And I can turn a blessing into a burden real quick. Um, That's like... With me taking this new job with YPR and everything, I had all this training to do, and I just overwhelmed myself, and I talked to somebody about it, and they were like, man, you are definitely turning your blessings into burdens right now. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't know how else to look at it. Like, I'm not just super excited to be doing all this training all the time, and they were like, but... but you're willing. <laughs> right. They were like, but you have to realize you get through it, and you'll appreciate it at the end. Um which I never even thought about as far as that training goes. I mean, I thought about that whenever I was in treatment. I thought about it whenever I was working my four-step especially. Um, but, yeah, my gratitude and my serenity go hand-in-hand hand majorly. Um, really easy for me to just be completely ungrateful. Really easy. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know that, like – and I, I didn't mean – like, I gratitude is important to me all day every day that's how i start my morning every day i get up and i you know i pray personally uh and i thank god for everything that you know he's given me and where i'm at today that's how i start the day. i try to stay in an attitude of gratitude i was just meaning to say like when i do have those struggles that's what also was refocusing and remembering gratitude is what helps pull me out of that you know it's i mean it's a vigilance man uh vigilance in willingness you know never ending never giving up having to keep doing this stuff um it's so important to me yeah uh, and and one thing you touched on cody is absolutely true that little bit of accountability and the, the brotherhood man because i know like when i got to rehab it, if it wasn't for seeing that there were other people there trying to change and better their life uh, Slowly, you know, as the fog lifted, be able to laugh again and form friendships with people. You know, there's that, that uh, the common problem that binds us. You know, that it's like we've been through hell. Even though we may not have the exact same experiences, there's similar experiences. We know what, what addiction feels like. We know what depression feels like. We know what jail is like. You know, like we've had those experiences and those, those unite us. And actually, like, trials and tribulations are one of the strongest bonds that unite people than anything, mm-hmm. you know. If everything's always great, then you don't appreciate your friend next to you, you know. But if once you've been through hell, you appreciate the person who was there with you, you know what I mean. And even if we weren't right next to each other the whole time, we've had those shared experiences. And I I heavily rely on my brothers and sisters in this program and in recovery today, you know, because without them, without learning from them, without being able to try to help them, without them encouraging me and me encouraging them, you know, seeing that it's possible that how other people like you guys have handled, handled, uh, you know, stress and, and, you know, speed bumps and all the things that you've gone through, and as an encouragement to you, like I said, like, you know, you guys are both younger than me, and I look up to you, uh, you guys are... Uh, My dear friends now, uh, I love you, you know. We look up to to you, too, though. No, we ain't doing all that. No, 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 no. You started (laughs) it, bro. Nobody nobody looks up to me. I'm just trying to do the uh, next right thing. Uh, Oh,
0: You know, even, like, still today, like, even, like, the 10-step, taking my inventory. Yesterday, I woke up. I was going through some things. Um, I was almost late to work. Like, there was a whole lot of stuff going on yesterday, and I'm just like, man, Like, I get to work, and I'm just, like, going through it, you know. Uh, But I I remember I had to pick up those tools that I got, you know. And see, it's easy for me to forget, but I had no other choice, no other alternative. I got to sit here, I got to work, and I don't want anything that I'm feeling to reflect on anybody else. So I had to restart my day. Yeah. You know, Uh, and sometimes that's even hard for me. Like, Cody, come on now. (laughs) <laughs> like, you need, a, you need to take a look at this, this, and this, and you need to do this, this, and this to fix that. But I don't know. I'm just grateful I can do that today, you know, for real. Um, and, you know, it seemed like after I did that, my day went just fine, you know. Like, it was good. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. Life happens.
1: Yeah, it's the ability to be able to do that. And you see, know?
0: through through. Through my little trials and tribulations and my bumps in the road, like, when little stuff like that occurs, like, I don't look at it as, like, I I don't really, like, I fall into self-pity a little bit sometimes, but I can pull myself out of it. Cody, this isn't anything compared to what you just went through over here. Right. So chill out, take a step back, and figure out what you need to do to fix it. Yeah. You know? And I'm grateful I have those tools today. For real.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Hey, for real. Lawson, brotherhood. Brotherhood? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh. Um,
2: Brotherhood for me is super important. Uh, Like I said earlier, I love getting out and doing fun activities with sober people. and I know that without y'all, not just y'all in specific, but y'all in specific too, um, without you all, uh, there's no me at all. Because if I would went through treatment alone, I would have nowhere near got what I got out of it. Um, being able to engage in fellowship, in brotherhood, um, having people to lean on is a major thing for me. Because I, I don't know about anybody else, but for me, whenever I was out in addiction, um I felt like I had nobody, you know? And really, I did have people. I just was not in a mind state to be around those people. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, so I secluded myself from everybody. I didn't want other people to know what I was going through. I thought that I could deal with it on my own, which clearly my way of dealing with it on my own is not a healthy way. Um, but, yeah, today... I don't hesitate at all. If I'm going through something, I'm going to call somebody, whether it be a sponsor, just a friend, co-worker, whoever it is. Um, if I have something I need to talk about, I'm going to talk to somebody that's in the program or whatever it is. I'm going to talk to somebody that is one of my dear friends about it because I know what happens whenever I bottle all that stuff up, too. Um right. But one thing Cody was touching on earlier is you go through more and more things, uh, you can look back and be like, well, this ain't as bad as that, and it kind of helps you to keep pushing. Most definitely. Also, something that I've realized is the more stuff that I go through, each time that I, each time that I keep the perseverance and the willingness there, I gain another tool mm-hmm. from Family. that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it brings another. I'm trying to think of the word, man. Uh, almost like a... It's
0: like almost like a, another lesson.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, and then you know what to do the next time. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing for me. Like you said, a lesson. I got to learn from my mistakes today. Before, I didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. Today, I do. And I'm beyond grateful for that, too. But, I try uh, to
1: learn from other people's mistakes today, yeah. you know?
2: I'm still not the best at that though. <laughs> no, me either. I'm still I have not to get the my best feet wet sometimes yeah.
1: <laughs> and learn on my own, and sometimes yeah. that's what it takes. Yeah, you know, man. But it's what like even the few tests I've had since I've been out on life on life. Every time I've said no to drugs or a situation that I knew was unhealthy for me, it's built me up and given me even more strength for it. Gets easier the next time, you yeah. know. Uh, I'm proud that I did it. I'm proud of myself. I while remaining humble, that knowing that maybe I won't be able to do it next time, but I made it through this time, and that gives me the courage to face them and the tool, you know, as you were saying, or the lesson learned, that if I say no to this, I'll feel better, and I, you know, I can continue forth in this way of life.
0: Um, Something else I wanted to touch on is kind of about the fellowship, you know, uh, having those people that you can lean on. Yeah, that that hits home for me, but you know what hits even harder is when – people confide in you enough to come and lean on you, Mm. you know? Like, I'm that trustworthy today to where people can come and throw their problems on me, and they know that it's going to be okay, you know? Like, I would have never, yeah, it really does. Like, I would have never thought, for real, like, I can, you know what I mean? Like, it's a a
1: feeling that you can't even really, like, explain, like, I don't know. I know, just... Thinking about what I know of you guys and what I know of myself in the past, of where we are today, it, it's mind blowing. You know the the kind of things that what we do to try to help people, what we do to, to be a brother, what we persevered through. You know, uh, you know, doing this right now. Can you imagine if we back in the day if we were doing a podcast that was talking about recovery and trying to help people? I Good. can't even
0: believe we're doing a podcast. I feel famous. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, Lord.
1: But yeah, this is awesome, man. And I think that this was a great conversation. We touched on a lot of good stuff. Um, I appreciate you guys doing this. Like I said, I look up to you guys. I love you guys. Uh, Keep doing the deal, and maybe we'll have you on again sometime.
2: Maybe. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, for real. All right, guys.
1: Take care. Welcome, everyone, to Crosstalk Recovery. Recovery. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction or in recovery and needs guidance,
0: speak with Turning Point's team of peer support specialists by calling 270-444-3621. You are not alone, and we are proof that recovery is possible.